It's our pally, Ted Reader, godfather of the grill. It's time for him to join us for Helinda's Meats. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Morning, Ted. How are you? Can't complain, you know. Weather's mm-hmm. crappy. It certainly right. is. It certainly is, my friend. Uh, here's something that I think we can all um, agree on. And I've even had vegetarians say to me, the smell of bacon cooking could bring them back to meat. And I believe if we really want the world to reunite and not be so divided, Teddy Reader, bacon is what could bring us all to the table. Oh, bacon is a beautiful thing. It's a beauty, beauty, beauty. And Helena's has some pretty mighty tasty bacon. Um, but I'll tell you, you can do a lot with bacon. Um, you can wrap things in bacon. You can fry bacon and have it for breakfast. You can have bre- bacon for lunch, for dinner, for a snack. You can fry off bacon, put it in a little Ziploc bag, and take it with you as a snack all day long. Have nice. the dogs and the dogs in the neighborhood chase you around. <laughs> That's it. You know, there's it's you can with with a double smoked bacon like their craft beer bacon at Helendis. Mm-hmm. You cut it about a half inch thick, and you got yourself a beautiful bacon steak that you can season up lightly with maybe a bit of my bone dust barbecue seasoning rub and fire that on the hot grill and grill it up and the thing about that european style double smoked bacon is that it doesn't have all that fat it's been rendered out and cooked out of it a bit and so it doesn't cause you the flare-ups that streaky bacon that you get in the package would normally do right a bacon steak never had one i want one right now <laughs> right this minute. Now, we've got so many different uh, types of bacon from, as you just said, the streaky bacon. we got the female bacon. And I, and I love a female bacon sandwich. Sometimes find it a, a little bland. You really got to, um, you know, uh, season it up or uh, add a lot of condiments and such. Um, but I guess it's of all the bacons, the female bacon is the healthiest one. Well, it, it's the, the female bacon comes from the loin. And it's a, a female bacon is a Canadian thing. It's definitely an Ontario thing. Mm. And uh, it's a mighty tasty thing at that. I know that out in, in Oshawa, my friend Louie, who owns uh, the Rainbow Diner mm-hmm. on, on Simcoe, man, oh, man, he cuts his his female bacon ever so thick like it's mighty thick and he puts that with his breakfast he puts it on a burger he makes a pretty pretty tasty female bacon sandwich over there so you gotta love louis for uh, for what he does at the rainbow and it's uh, it's pretty tasty and and female is good for for breakfast lunch and dinner as well mm-hmm. makes a great snack now we know that you uh, love to wrap Many, many things in bacon. Last night, actually, at the Venn Ranch, we did from Helinda's. They had stuffed chicken breast wrapped in bacon, and it was really good. But do you have a favorite thing, Ted, that you like to wrap and grill in bacon? Um, I love I love doing boneless, skinless chicken thighs wrapped in bacon. So, oh. oh, yeah, yeah. So you take a boneless, skinless chicken thigh, and you take a little bit of ground chicken as well. And you season that ground chicken up, whatever you want, a little barbecue seasoning into a little garlic, a little fresh herbs. And then you spread that on the cut side of the boneless, skinless chicken thigh. And you don't need much, just a very, very thin little layer. And then roll it up into a, a tight little pinwheel, okay? Okay. And then wrap that tightly with a slice of bacon. Now, the key to wrapping it is that you take a slice of bacon and you put it on your cutting board. And you stretch it out with your fingers, increasing the length of it. Okay? Can't do that with a hot dog. 
No, no. no. <laughs> and, We've and tried you, uh, for years to increase the length of intent, but it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work, right? No. And <laughs> I went to so, the doctor about it. Nothing. <laughs> and so once you've stretched it out, uh, you've you've made the bacon a little bit thinner, so it's going to cook a little bit faster, so that it it gets nice and crispy on the outside, and you wrap that tightly around the chicken. Um, what I like to do is I like to put it on a on a board, like a grilling plank, right? And pop it into your grill, 375 to 400 degrees, and let it cook slowly so that you render out that fat, and you're not going to have a huge flare up in your grill. You want to do it a bit indirect. Once that uh, that fat has started to render, then you can increase your temperature, and you're going to get this nice crispy, crispy bacon. Don't forget to season the bacon, a little sprinkling of barbecue spice on the outside of it, and let her go in the grill until it's all nice and crispy. Ted, are there and, certain things that you're going to wrap, like, like chicken, I think, or pork, some people might be, a little, they're, they're great to wrap, but might be a little tough to determine when it's finished if it's already wrapped in bacon. Um, thermometer, right. internal temperature. So use a thermometer, but you know, you can wrap anything in bacon. Carrots wrapped in bacon are really, really good. Wow. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 I would yeah. do that. Now here's the only problem I had uh, yesterday when, uh, cause I roasted, I, I threw these, uh, these uh, chicken breasts with the bacon into the oven for like about an hour, hour 15 at like 350 till it got to 165. But then I had to uh, take them off and I had to toss them in the frying pan to brown up the bacon because the bacon didn't really get all crispy and brown in the oven. So what, where, what was your oven temperature first? 350. Yeah, yeah. You got to take that up to four and a quarter. Oh, OK. All right. You're cooking too low. OK. All right. Too low. Bring it up a little higher. Uh-huh. And what I do if I'm if I'm using my oven and, and roasting chicken, whether it be legs or drums or wings, is I get a wire rack and I put it inside the pan first so that I lift the chicken off the off the bottom of the pan and so that the air circulates all the way around and you get even cooking and that skin gets nice and crispy. I was gonna say I've seen a lot of recipes that are using the air fryer for that type of thing now too, even for for stuffed chicken breasts. <sighs> You can put anything in the air fryer. I have an air fryer. It's like the greatest thing. And I'm just and I'm just messing around with simple things. But right. like you can put a whole chicken in that if it's big enough. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Right. It makes great French fries. We we use the air fryer for a lot of that. And speaking of the rack in the oven, I did uh, baked potatoes with the chicken last night. And the recipe I was following said, don't just throw them in the oven or don't wrap them. I didn't realize this because I used to make baked potato all the time and i'd always wrap it in tinfoil but this recipe i was following said don't do that because the steam inside doesn't let the skin get all nice and crispy and so i just cooked them uh put the fork uh, holes into the potato so it didn't explode but then at the end i melted butter you know, that's a myth eh? oh really is it really yeah, potatoes don't just go up and explode like a bomb. <laughs> oh, they don't. <laughs> right? They would, they would on me. So the poking the holes isn't necessary. You don't have to. No, it's not. You could just pop them in the oven and you'll be just fine. Oh, okay. There yeah, I was. You're not going to find a baked potato all exploded all over your oven and things are going to go downhill real fast there, Ben. I'll tell you what, Ted. You can survive without, you know, I can't believe you needed a recipe to bake a potato. <laughs> I know. Like, I mean, that's pretty pathetic. No. Anybody knows you take a potato put it in a hot oven 
That's it. The Ven's got to get the full recipe out and have a read of that. I know You probably that. spent three hours in the afternoon looking at that potato recipe trying to determine what you were going to do. Just poking uh, holes in my potato. The problem is he was the loaded part of the loaded potato. Listen, I'll tell you what, you guys. Here's the thing. I understand the concept of a baked potato. I was looking for a nice way to finish the potato, and what I did at the end in the last ten minutes was I took the potatoes out and I coated them all with melted butter and salted them and threw them back in, and that really got the skin all nice and crispy. You went way out on the ledge with that one, Ted. Yeah, it was crazy. Salt and butter to a potato. I'll tell you what. <laughs> You're the first. Listen, did you put the butter on the inside eventually, or was it only on the outside Listen, of the potato? On the inside went a whole bunch of stuff, including a hell of a good dip. You know, it's, it's funny that over here, Lucky mocks me. He doesn't even know where the oven is in his house. In the, in the real world, it's 2023. In the Lucky House, it's 1945. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, his wife has to have his slippers and pipe laid out for him when he gets home. And a martini. Oh, yeah, children aren't allowed to look at him till he's had at least three martinis. Right. It's a whole thing. Well, she better not use the book to bake that potato, though. <laughs> Listen, I don't care what either of you say. It was a lovely baked potato. And if it ever does explode because I don't prick my potato, I'm sending you the bill for a new oven, Teddy. <laughs> That's fine there. All right. Now, if anybody needs tips on baking a potato or boiling water, how do they... <laughs> uh, you're going to find me at tedreader.com or at Ted Grills in the social media world.